Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right. Up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, 
He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, back at it. Sports done right, and here we go. What is going on to my people out there in the great state of Minnesota? What's going on, everybody in this wonderful country? I am the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. You can catch me every, well, every week on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. That's on Wednesdays, live on Tuesdays, but check us out. Anyway, folks, um, hope all is well. We have just finished a wonderful holiday weekend. A lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. What can I say? What can I say? First off, again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Got the First Lady Angie Wright tuning in. She's on the other side of the glass tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun, lots of stuff to talk talk about, as you can imagine. And... Chat room's already popping. Going to say what up to some of the folks as we get started in there as well. If you want to call in live, people, make sure you do so. 651-968-0124. That'll get you through on the Gov's executive line. And we're going to get started, man. So let's get first off. I got to give mad, mad, mad props to my in-laws, Uncle Russ. Aunt Jill, the Hollands, first off, thank you so much for the hospitality. I know a lot of you people saw my Facebook page this weekend. We were doing the ribs. We were doing chicken. We had a lot of good eats. For, uh, Saturday night, we did a big shrimp boil. And even though I don't do shrimp, everybody enjoyed it, had a good time with that. But uh, Aunt, Aunt Jill, Uncle Russ, thank you so much for opening up their wonderful lake home up in beautiful Morrison County, Minnesota, up on Lake Shamino. Great piece of water. And, man, it, it just a good time, man. It was, it's what it was all about, getting to see extended family, got to see cousins from, well, now from Arkansas to Cousin Todd and his wonderful wife, Jen Holland, their kids, Riley, who wanted those ribs real bad. She got them. Riley's Rack of Ribs, or Riley's Ribs is going to be the name of the store. So Riley and uh, Carson and little cousin Cooper, my main man, little Coop, in the house. So, man, it was just a lot of fun. Extended family was up there, lots of cousins, lots of aunts and uncles. We just It was a great, great time, and it's always fun when you get such a wonderful setting to do that. Got to smoke some ribs for for my in-laws. Went over, as you know, without a doubt, the best ribs they ever, ever had. And, of course, that is a quote from everybody. You know we don't play when it comes to smoking that meat. But, yeah, great time up on Lake Chaminot. And just wanted to give a special thank you to Angie's aunt and uncle. Because they don't have to do this, you know, their kids are in town and visiting and, you know, a holiday, they don't have a lot of time. And, you know, when they could keep it to themselves, they, they open it up and invite us up for a couple of days. So I just wanted them to know that uh, we respect that and can't wait to see them again. It's just a great, great scene. But anyway, folks, let me get in this chat room here. 
And let me first say what up to the man that preceded us here on his own show, jumping on that underground railroad. Make sure you buy a ticket because this man is preaching. Got to say what up to that ninja. What's going on, ninja? Thank you for joining us tonight, sir. All the way from supporting them lame-ass Denver Broncos, you see the the avatar picture of the ring. I want to say what up to my main man, Broncos boy in the joint. Thank you for joining us on Sports Done Right tonight. And oh, where are my manners, people? I got to give a formal introduction. She's the glue that holds the executive mansion together, the first lady of Minnesota sports. Looking very tired as she's sipping on some root beer tonight. Want to give it up to Miss Angie Wright. What's up, Angela? And speaking of wonderful ladies, we got the one and only. I mean, she puts up with sluggos, so that tells you everything you got to know. She got to be all right. She got to be good people to put up with the hammer. So Lady Poochie, Miss Sluggo, what is going on? And, of course, I got to give a special shout-out to the lady that started it all on that cold, cold night back in the Henry Horner projects of the ghettos of the west side of Chi-Town. My mama, Reese Bell, thank you for keeping me, mama. I appreciate it. What's up? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man. I appreciate it, mama. And the man that started it all on this podcast journey, got to say what up to the one and only the Jungle Brother. What's up, Jungle? And you know him as Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Microwave, John Fisher in the building. What up, John Fisher? And the second leg of the three-legged stool known as the Minnesota Mafia, all the way from Duluth, Minnesota, joining us tonight. Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com is where you need to find us. Give it up for R.C. Ronald Cameron from Duluth, Minnesota in the joint. What's up, R.C.? Oh, I see you out there lurking with your roll tide, roll self. Give it up for 334 Bama boy in the building. What up? War Damn Eagle, by the way. (laughs) My mom says nobody else wanted me, so she kept me. So I appreciate that. And of course, oh, the one and only principal owner of the Selma Toros, ex-squad affiliate member as well, also host of the Lonely Hearts Club for all you ladies out there that, you know, need to find those uh, relationship answers. Give it up for Togo Uganda. Cole's in the joint. What's up, Togo? And, oh, no, he's in here. He's in here. No, no. Oh, God dang it. Uncle Ruckus. Black man with a Confederate flag. Jeez, get on out of here, Ruckus. I have to admit, (laughs) this is what he says. Oh, Lord. I have to admit the pure essence of the white host of this show brings me the utmost satisfaction. And your beautiful wife. Oh, God dang. Anyway, Ruckus. (laughs) I don't know if I should just block you or whatever, but folks, man, 
We got a full show, two hours, and we are rocking and rolling, like I said, on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. First off, again, the family, lots of fun. When it comes to ribs, though, I did have this question up there. And, folks, you can't put sauce on the ribs when you're smoking ribs. I mean, yeah, you can. But as Ninja, and I don't know, maybe Ninja does, but, you know, Ninja knows what he's doing down there in Bama. I, I don't. I just leave the sauce on side, as we say, over at the, the Chinese restaurant, a little sauce on side. And, you know, if folks want to go ahead and, you know, put it on the ribs from there, they, they are more than willing to do that. But, man, do not put the sauce when you are smoking these ribs on the smoker. Please. <laughs> Uncle Rocket. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is smooth. Caucasian voice reminds me of Ted Koppel. <laughs> and this is Nightline. Uncle Ruckus, shut the hell up, man. Get on out of here with that nonsense. Angie says, wonder who that is. But anyway, man, let's talk about the show tonight. First off, want to give it up to some of our real cast rangers in the house. Like I said, Ninja Jungle Brother. Appreciate them popping in here. And also the X-Squad affiliates. That's where you're going to find all the infos on our show, Sports Done Right. The other show that the Gov does, the Sports and More show with Reggie Lawrence. Make sure you check it out. Find out all the information on xsquadaffiliates.com. And by the way, you can also find info on all the shows there. The Kicking It With Kesey show. Like I said, Togo's show is on there as well. The Lonely Hearts Club don't forget spicy conversations. I mean, how in the world can we forget the lovely spicy conversations? I mean, every time I think of her. Uh. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. Oh, yeah, spicy conversations, yes. Anyway, you can check out Spicy Show. I mean, all of our shows are on there. And just check it out. Just check it out. But tonight... We are going to have some fun. We are going to talk about sports betting in America. Is it time, people? Is it finally time to legalize the bet? Take it out the alleys. Take it out the, the basement, the, 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 the back rooms in Vegas. Is it time for New Jersey? Chris Christie, one of the few things I probably agree with, he's trying to get legalized sports betting in New Jersey as a way to save Atlantic City because those casinos are shutting down and Atlanta City is truly becoming the ghost town. But, man, we got all kinds. I got tonight's the, the night for sound drops. I got sound from a show uh, that was on a channel called Vice. Uh, it's called uh, Vice on Sports. Uh, it was hosted. I forgot the guy's name. I should have looked it up here. Got a little busy this afternoon. But y'all remember Sal? He used to be on MTV. He hosted the uh, Winter X Games. He had the dreadlocks and whatnot. He's the host of this show. He's lost the dreads. He's bald. He was that guy I had a picture of on uh, the Sports Done Right page that said looked like an over, overweight uh, Ryan Stewart. So anyway, we got drops from that show talking about sports betting, the numbers. We got the president of DraftKings talking about his business and exactly how much money is passing through their coffers and everything when we got the press or the uh, manager of the westgate sportsbook formerly the las vegas hilton sportsbook for all you vegas hounds out there probably the best book in vegas at this time and and historically 
Going to hear some sound from him. And also, how can we not talk about, that's right, you're going to get the Minnesota sports governor's opinion on this KD mess bullshiggity that they're giving this dude, man. They got to stop with this nonsense. Stop with the nonsense, people. Let that man play his game wherever the hell he want to play it. And we're going to get into that. All kinds of people have moved, and this stuff's getting out of hand, man. I saw on uh, the four-letter flipping channels earlier today, they had, I think it was the Sports Nation show that Max Kellerman and, and uh, Beetle and all that nonsense, they had a topic on there talking about, is KD ready to be a villain? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, are KD ready to be a villain? Man, shut, come on, come on. So we're going to have some sound drops from Reggie Miller tonight talking about KD. We're all, you're also going to hear from Isaiah Thomas talking about KD. And also we're going to hear from Byron Scott um, by way of MBT, uh, NBA TV ESPN tonight. So a lot of sound drops because a lot of facts to get out. And I thought it was real interesting, to hear, especially what Isaiah Thomas had to say. Uh, in terms of, you know, how he would either look to, would he go somewhere or how would he welcome somebody coming from a different team? Oh, by the way, don't forget, we got many examples of this to talk about, you know, Dennis Rodman all over the league. Hell, didn't Michael Jordan play for somebody other than the Bulls? Now, I know they broke up the team. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying people move around and we're going to get into that, man. That's all I'm saying. So tonight is going to be a fun night. We almost 20 minutes in already. We having a good time. And folks, what can I say? The Sports Gov is with you. KD talk. We're going to also, these fans need to quit. We're going to talk about these stupid. Here we go again. Every time a star leaves the city, we got to start burning the jersey and putting it on Facebook and social media. We're going to, we're going to talk about that. Also, we are going to talk about Paul Gasol going to San Antonio. I think it's the end for Tim Duncan. That seems to be the reports coming out. Man, if it is, Tim, thanks for the memories, but we'll get into that in just a little bit as well. I'll get that phone number in the chat room, but uh, let me go to the chat here because we're going to take a very quick break. We're going to reset. We're going to get into the sports betting first, and then we are going to come back hard in our second segment, come back hard on Kevin Durant, the NBA and the bullshiggity shenanigans of ESPN and other sports media trying to drive a false narrative. So, coming to you from a very stormy, very stormy, we got major storms going through the Twin Cities here. Uh, Situation Room is locked down. I hope we make it through the night. And folks, just make sure you keep it tuned, baby. Sports done right, because we are doing all kinds of stuff. So when we get back, we're going to get into the sports betting side of this. And Vince Wright, SportsGov, thank you for listening. By the way, if you are new to Spreaker.com, make sure that you, after you, you know, create your account, that literally takes a minute, people. Make sure that you come check, follow the show, follow all the X-Squad shows, RealCast Rangers as well. And also, the one thing that you want to do, people, is make sure you hit the hearts when you come in here, like the show, and then hit that little cartoon bubble. That's going to bring you right to the chat room on the show, and you're going to be all good. You're going to be up in the chat here with RC and Ninja and everybody else. We're going to have a good time tonight. 
So let's get it started. Let's get this break in. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. When we get back, sports betting over unders parlays. Is it time to make it legal in America? Keep it tuned here, Vince Wright. This is Sports Done Right. Ghetto pastures, full of coulda, woulda, shouldas, and caskets. Situations critical, tragic. Still can't figure out how AIDS left magic. But I guess if you make enough money, you'll make magic. It's hard to be all you can be when all that you see is death and disease. Black ministers raping the seeds. In the streets, we ain't escaping the heat, we raising it. Them seeds roaming the same streets, but who raising them? Obama ain't filling them bullets when they grazing them. Sending seeds don't get taken when the coroners are praising them. Nope, it ain't phasing none of them cats. Afghanistan, we warm right here where we at. It's a fact, love it or hate it, the economy's makeshift. Still gotta get paid, but still dodging the haters, landing the free. He's a landfill, smell the hatred, 2000 now, nothing's taboo or sacred. Life's a soap opera, prepare for speed knots landing. I ain't never scared, I'm a black man standing. Imagine living on an all-black planet, with tall buildings made of all-black granite. No black-on-black crime is how I plan it, but every black woman be a black man standing. Failure's not an option, cause that's demanded. By the earth she frail, she need a black man standing. Celebrate just MLK, not Malcolm, Marcus Garvey, Fred Hampton or Eldridge Cleaver. How do the government really see us? Integrated, not assimilated, searching for white Jesus. My thesis are work in progress, too much info to process. Nymphos in the projects, birthing babies with limited promise. We in a race for more than land and dollars. We gon' lose if you plan to follow. President's policies is borrowed. Sock puppet politics is so hollow. It's a scam on tomorrow. I know we black, y'all, but that's about it. That war overseas, man, that's about chips. Healthcare reform, that's about rich folks and they benefits. Freedom by any means. Never been more relevant Forecast turning credits And I register my melanin I be rebelling military minded with my regiment Life's a soap opera Prepare for speed knots landing I ain't never scared I'm a black man standing Imagine living on an all black planet With tall buildings made of all black granite No black on black crime is how I plan it But every black woman be a black man standing Failure's not an option Cause that's demanded By the earth she frail She need a black man standing she need a black man standing. She need a black man standing. It's beach body season. So if you're looking to get that beach body, there's still time. With IASOT, the IASOT is a unique blend of nine all natural herbs. Just eight ounces of tea twice daily can provide you with dramatic results and have you beach ready in no time. Place your order today at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash tea team. That's www.totallifechanges.com forward slash T E A T E A M or call. 678-250-5839. That's 678-250-5839. Start working on your beach body today. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. 
Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me, you'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live from Minneapolis. Make sure you're listening to Sports Done Right of Wednesdays on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Not only me, but the rest of the X-Squad affiliates bringing you dope shows all week long. Make sure you're checking us out on SME. Kick it. X-Go, give it to your X-Squad. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. Kicking it with you. Attention all delegates. The governor of Sports Talk Radio cordially invites you to stay connected to Sports Done Right. Join the conversation in the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's The Big Smooth, the number one on Twitter. The MVP of online Sports Talk Radio is here. Sports Done Right. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright. Sports done right. I wish everybody uh, well. Hope everybody's doing very good tonight. And like I said, folks, we got so much to get into. We got sports betting issues coming up. We got all kinds of stuff, man. So let's get started with this. Now, I saw this show again on the Vice channel. Uh, Vice on Sports is what it was called. And it was talking about sports betting. So one of the things that I enjoy to do is bet on sports. Uh, you know, when I now I haven't been to Vegas for a very, very long time. And but when I do go and when I did go a lot more than I did, I really, really, really enjoyed it. So, you know, with that, my interest got peaked and I started, you know, doing a little research, running some numbers and a couple things here. Four to five hundred billion is bet annually in the United States. And that's just estimates, okay? It's probably more than that. And the other reason that I got interested, besides the money issues, is a couple things. Number one, Atlantic City is a ghost town. We all know Atlantic City was supposed to be the East Coast Vegas. It's on the ocean. It had all these things that was supposed to work for it, but crime, poverty, all the other you know, societal ills of, of city life sometimes have crept in there and the casinos are all but shut down. And Governor Chris Christie out there is actually looking at a way to see if this uh, can not only just bring revenue to the state, but maybe even save Atlantic City in terms of getting it back on the map in terms of betting. I don't know, but we will see. So, folks, you know, while we're talking about this tonight, let me know. What do you guys think about sports betting? Um, societal ill? Is it a scourge on the community? I don't know. 
So we got some sound here today uh, from that show that I saw in Viceland that we're going to talk about. Now, the other reason that, I, again, I got into this, the first thing that I pulled up here, and I'm going to share this with you, was a New York Times op-ed piece written um, on sports betting. And it was written by present NBA commissioner Adam Silver. And this was from November 13, 2014. I'll read bits and snippets. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Or actually, you know what? I will read the whole thing because it won't take too long. I thought it was a little longer than it was. But this is the NBA commissioner who is now in the you know out front position on sports betting with, with his league. And let's get into it. So this again from him says, betting on professional sports is currently illegal in most of the United States outside of Nevada. I believe we need a different approach. For more than two decades, the NBA has opposed the expansion of legal sports betting, as have the other major professional leagues in the United States. In 1992, the league supported the passage of Congress of the Professional Amateur Sports Protection Act, which generally prohibits states from authorized sports betting. Times have changed since then. Gambling has increasingly become popular and it's and an accepted form of entertainment in the United States. Over half of them have legal casinos. Three have approved some form of Internet gambling with others poised to follow. Talking about the three states there. Now, he also says there is an obvious appetite among sports fans for a safe and legal way to wager on professional sporting events. Mainstream media outlets regular, regularly publish sports betting lines and point spreads as, you know, of course, we know that. Voters in New Jersey overwhelmingly voiced their support for legal sports betting in the 2011 referendum. Chris Christie, who we just talked about, recently signed a bill authorizing sports betting at local casinos and horse tracks. A lot of the NBA and other leagues have opposed and the federal court has blocked because it violates the previous statute. So outside of the U.S., though, people, sports betting is widely legal and subject to regulation. That's my quote, by the way, not, not, the, uh, not Adam Silver's. But here's what he says. In England, for example, a sports bet can be placed on a smartphone at a stadium kiosk or even a television remote control. In light of these domestic and global trends, the laws on sports betting should be changed. Congress should adopt a federal framework that allows, statu- or, excuse me, allows states to authorize betting on professional sports. You get the gist of it. The NBA commissioner getting out ahead of this. So what are your thoughts out there? Um, let me play some sound here. Just kind of get you going. Um, this is the general manager, Jay Carnegie, of the Westgate Sportsbook. And again, this comes from Vice on Sports. Take a listen. Introduced to Jay Carnegie, the vice president of the Westgate Superbook. Jay's at the center of the machine that is sports betting in Las Vegas. And from what we saw backstage, it's a well-oiled one. There's a lot more conversation nationally about the idea of making what you do here legal in more states than just Nevada. The state of Nevada only represents about 1.5% of everything that's wager on these games. It's already going on. So why not go ahead and regulate it and tax it? How much do you think is being wagered illegally on some of the Super Bowl? Well, I've heard estimates um, about $3.8 billion, B- just billion. B- with a B. Yeah, yeah, B. 
3.8 billion dollars people check that out now can you imagine if it was taxed and regulated that's why i am with the commissioner and getting out ahead of this you know go and google there's a lot of stuff on adam silver because where this comes from with him is when he was david stern's assistant uh commissioner of the nba he spent a lot of time overseas growing the nba brand and that was the one of the things that he noticed was the sports betting was legal and how it was done overseas, especially in Europe. So now the sports governor is going to ask you, is it time to legalize it here in America? I think so. I think with the proper controls in place, I think with, you know, help for gambling addicts, and I've, I've known people that have fallen ill to, to that disease, if you want to call it that. But it's time. Listen to these numbers, man. And, you know, it is just it's time. Fan duels taking in north of $700 million in entrance fees alone last year. $700 million for daily fantasy sports players. 2013, $1.5 billion was bet legally on basketball in Las Vegas, and that's both the college and pro level. On the illegal market, it was 130 ti- or 132 times more than that, $138 billion bet illegally on, on basketball a couple years ago. We're also going to hear from Mark Cuban, who is behind some form of sports betting and having the NBA be a part of it. NBA has a new deal, by the way, with FanDuel. And also, that's an equity stake in FanDuel. The NBA owns part of FanDuel, people. So as you see, the stuff is changing. The thought processes are are finally starting to change. If you are a, a, a sports betting fan, like I am, this could be good news for you. I'll get in that chat room in a second here. I see... Uh, Easy does it, says he uses FanDuel for football season. And, oh, disclaimer, the Gov, Vince Wright, I do use DraftKings for my one-day betting and fantasy leagues there. Uh, Very good site. So, oh, and did I mention, by the way, the NHL, the National Hockey League, has a new deal in place with DraftKings. So, again, things are changing. Societal, you know, it's a demographic. It's societal. You know, we, you can smoke weed legally in some states now. This is going to change as well. Now, personally, ooh, I wonder if you guys heard that. Again, major storms going through. Oh, and oh, where are my manners, folks? Sports done right again on Spreaker.com. In the chat room, everybody's favorite uncle, the man, the life of the party. Mr. Henny himself, the one and only, Jersey Vern, up oh, number one chief rocker, Jersey Vern, welcome to the joint, what's up chief? Thank you for joining us sir, and oh by the way, how could I miss him, the one and only sushi eating all the way from Cape Cod, Massachusetts, now living in Cobb County, Georgia, the one and only Tom Brady defending, deflated ball sucking, Mr. Grego is in the joint. What's up, Grego? X-Squad affiliate member. It's 
going down, sir. Both of those gentlemen. And check out Jersey Show, the hardest working man in the podcast game. He's got the bottom to the top show. He's got the Monday recap show. Eat, sleep, grind, repeat show with Mandelion. All kinds of stuff, man. So, uh, But back to the sports betting here, people, because the numbers are just staggering that, that we're dealing with here. And, you know, let's talk about sports betting, why the NBA is behind it. And also, when games are out of reach and you think they're boring, listen to a gentleman, David Malinsky. He is a sports betting journalist. Here's what he has to say on sports betting and moving those lines. Silver's change of heart. Of legalization say that pro sports refusal to allow regulated gambling is summed up by one word. If there's no betting, the TV ratings dive in the fourth quarter. It's betting that keeps the one-sided game going. Your television ratings are so intricately tied to those betting outcomes. We're doing you a favor. We're telling you that New England is going to kill the Jets. But guess what? We're going to create a line so good that it's going to be 50-50 till the very end. So what would you say to Goodell? I'd say, Roger, give me a better argument. They're making more off the television revenues for these one-sided games than the sports books are for booking those games. Absolutely. Absolutely. The dirty little secret they don't want you to tell you about. But things are changing, folks. Now, back in the day, NFL Commissioner Paul Tagliabue was a big-time staunch defender of not having gambling anywhere near the NFL. And even though today... Goodell talks the game. They're putting together stuff behind the scenes to study the issue of sports betting and how ultimately this can all be mainstreamed. And like we said, done in Europe, where to the point where it can be regulated, can be taxed, it can be overseen and, you know, keep hopefully kept in line. Now, we talked about Adam Silver, also Senator John McCain. Senator from Arizona, who we all know, wants to reexamine the federal ban as well in terms of um, allowing sports betting in just the three states and maybe pushing that nationwide. In the past 50 years, while the United States has undergone an unprecedented expansion of legalized gambling, sports betting has been the only holdout, a testament to the impact of game-fixing scandals the political power of the country's professional sports leagues as well. And we talked about it before earlier tonight on his show. I think that Ninja had actually talked about Tim Donaghy and, you know, what he has talked about in his book in terms of referees, shaving points. That's always the thing because here in America, we can always go back to that, the Black Sox scandal, uh, the point shaving scandal, I think it was with Boston College and St. John's back in the NCAA tournaments that were mob related. And speaking of the mob, the mob's influence in sports betting, that's one of their major uh, lifeblood well, is sports gaming or sports betting, excuse me. But man, it's all going to change. It's all going to change. Let me get in this chat room here. Everybody kind of saying what's up to each other. If anybody cares, David West to the Warriors. Yeah, I saw that Bama boy. Uh, David West signed a one-year deal to the, with the Warriors tonight. And as we said, um, Greg O says, my wife 
just gave me a chicken breast looking straight out of Ninja's kitchen. She's on this healthy diet kick. Got to take care of ourselves, man. That's the one thing I noticed after the weekend, too. I got to drop some pounds myself, man. So that is what's going on. Uh, Chief Rocker, no, we have not talked about Kevin Durant. Uh, KD, apparently not a fan of KD. That's going to be coming up in the next segment. I'll drop the phone number in there, as I know Chief Rocker may want to call in and get his point across on KD. Because I know I will. And again, this is Vince Wright, Sports Done Right. Um, let's talk to this gentleman, Bobby G. What, what about the problem gamblers? Um, how do they feel, at least uh, this group here that was on this show, how would they feel about sports game or, or legalized sports gambling? There is an increase in gambling. There will be an increase in crime, homelessness, bankruptcies. This That's is a preacher the talking, by the way. Family, my friends, my career. I lost my identity. I lost everything. Over the years, I've lo- I lost approximately, give or take, $5 million. I ended up, when I bottomed out, owing just short of a million, about 982000 And I owed about 36 to 40 creditors, institutions, bookies, friends, family. One fact that can't be argued is that gambling is addictive. It's overturned the lives of countless people, like the members of a New York Gamblers Anonymous group. But of all the supporters for legalization, they were the last ones we expected to find. Have gambling. Have sports books. But regulate it. I can't just walk into Charles Schwab off the street or Merrill Lynch and here's 10 grand cash and say, go buy me IBM. Can't do it. You have to fill out an account. There is compliance infrastructure and bureaucracy in place to protect the, in quotes, investor from hurting himself. And that's investing. And they got nothing for gambling? Because of people like us, that's why you need to have the regulation. And let's hear what owner Mark Cuban has to say about it. I've always been in favor of legalizing betting on um, basketball. Culturally, it's acceptable. It's ingrained into who we are. Um, You can go to Las Vegas and bet. So it just seems not quite right. It just seems pretty hypocritical that, you know, everything we do is geared and allowed towards betting. We talk about our pools. We talk about March Madness, and yet it's illegal. And so, you know, when you see hypocrisy, when I see hypocrisy like that, it just makes perfect sense just to say it's stupid. Exactly. It is stupid. It is stupid. So that's what's going down, man. Sports betting. Again, lots of money at stake here. $40 million, or excuse me, 40 million plus play daily sports fantasy or uh, daily fantasy. Those two leagues, FanDuel and DraftKings in Canada. Every day, 40 million people, folks, play on FanDuel and DraftKings. Can you imagine if that was expanded? The, the tax revenue that would be coming off of that would be in freaking sane, people. Insane. But I think it will change. It, as will everything. It takes time. Now, there's, there's good things. There's bad things. There's actually, you know, let me give you an example of how it can work on the positive side. Now in 1994, 
Las Vegas casinos notice more than a million dollars coming in on on the Arizona State basketball game that normally would generate about $50,000 in gambling activity. Vegas bookmakers alerted the FBI, which uncovered a point-shaving scandal involving Arizona State players, a campus bookie, and gamblers from Chicago. Again, that's that's one of the ways that things like this, once regulated, can work. Now, the flip side of that, obviously, 2007, the NBA's rocked by the worst gambling scandal in league history, the revelation that former referees we talked about, Tim Donaghy, bet on games he officiated and provided inside information to gamblers. Uh, Then-commissioner David Stern called it a wake-up call that says you can't be too complacent or can't be complacent. And for Adam Silver, again, this article, this is from a Washington Post story, comes and says the wake-up call led to this realization for him. There's no way to effectively monitor the billions Americans illegally bet outside of Las Vegas for irregular betting activity. Finally, somebody coming to their senses, man. And folks, want to give it up for my main man, who I see just popped in here as well. He is the co-host of the Sports and More show with me on Thursday. Give it up for Mr. Dollars and Cents. And Dollars, you are my main man. Like I said, he is uh, a big fan of the, of the Cleveland Cavaliers, his hometown. But um, I'm glad he's uh, my co-host. But he was on one last week, boy, wasn't he? He was on one. <laughs> That's all you get for that one, man. Um, anyway, um, let's see here. What else do we got? But again, want to welcome my main man there and say thank you for joining us, sir. And thanks for hanging out tonight. And we're going to get to the KT stuff or the KD stuff very, very shortly. But again, oh boy, this is going to be interesting. Now, New Jersey, again, they are waiting for the appellate courts. Again, this has been defeated twice in Jersey. Uh, the governor has signed the bill that is going to pass or has passed there for for sports betting in New Jersey. If they could find a way to get that, I think then the dominoes will start to fall. And that will be the beginning of a legalized. Now, this has to be done, on, a, in my opinion, on a federal level because, folks, you can't. And I, look, I get it. States rights and all that fun stuff. But you can't have sports betting done differently from state to state to state to state it's really and i you know not that i'm a you know calling in the federal government but if it's going to be legal you're going to have to have a kind of one a blanket type of thing so now there it is and yes reggie you do get the mini clap my friend (laughs) anyway um my main man reggie who we like a lot oh we got a new theme song for the co-host of the sports and more show Reggie Lawrence, dollars and cents, that's you. Little 
<laughs> What's up, Reggie? You know I love you, man. You know I love you. So, yeah, folks, uh, sports betting, I think it's going to happen. It may take a while, but, you know, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, you know, I do realize that some people will abuse it. I realize that there are also things that, that can help problem gamblers. And I do respect that some people just don't agree with this. And I do realize that, you know, a lot of people feel this is a scourge on society. Uh, you know, everything else that, that we always hear. I get that, people. I get that. But this is a way to get some money. This is a way to do it right. And Europe has led the way on this. I mean, they're betting on games at the games. I just told you all they have to do is go out to a little kiosk, their their cell phone. You know, the worst thing that happened with this, uh, you know, 9-11 attack uh, that came out of that for if you're an online betting type of guy and sports fan and an old, you know, uh, old partypoker.com guy like me was they put the banning of Internet gaming into a terrorism bill, which nobody was going to vote no for. And they shucked and drived it in there. And the next thing you know, bye-bye party poker, poker stars. I, and the reason I bring this up is I used to be a huge online p- poker player. You know, I kept it within my means. I never got out of control with the money and never had this, you know, never, you know, stole things. You know, it wasn't bad, anything like that. It was just something that I'd like to do because as a father of two at the time, younger kids, I was a real estate agent. I had a flexible schedule. I was able to stay up maybe a little later at night. My day didn't get started till a little later in the morning, sometimes not even till the afternoon. And I like to play cards. And I couldn't get to a casino all the time. I have a wife at home. I have two kids. And in Minneapolis here, the Twin Cities, the nearest casinos are at the very least about 50, 45, 50 minutes away from me. So it's not a small drive. And I can't just be cutting out going, hey, I'm going to play cards. See you later. Take hour drive. Leave Angie with the kids. That ain't going to fly. So that bill really hurt me personally because I love jumping on my computer, folks. I love gambling online. And I realized there were issues there. There were there were some some scandals that that came out of, I think, uh, poker stars or something like that. I can't remember where uh, people were cheating there. But again, that was found out, busted protections put in place, but no online poker right now. So, all right, folks, that's my little take on online or excuse me on sports betting coming around the pipe in the United States. I just wanted to get it on your radar. I think it is going to happen. You want to make sure that you have the proper protections in place for it. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You just want to make sure you have the proper place. I th- Look, I've always been one, folks. And again, Vince Wright Sports done right here every week on the Story Media and Entertainment Network. That's all I'm saying. Just have proper things in place and um i'll end it up with this this is sound from new jersey senator ray lesniak he's a democrat i hope i did his name proper uh properly there let's see what he says federal government banned sports betting in in the in the early 90s it's an underground economy it's over 300 billion dollars a year fbi says maybe even 500 billion dollars a year 
illegal betting in the United States. Let's bring that above the ground. Let's regulate it and let people enjoy it. Well said, Senator. Well said. And oh, there's the chief rocker in the chat room. Let's get in the chat room as we're going to trend up. Angie, if he bet on his home teams, I know he'll lose a lot. Oh, the chief rocker, you funny mother. Get your butt out of here, chief rocker. Dollars and cents says, Jersey, I promised to lay off the Minnesota teams, but after my partner just threw me under the bus, I may change my mind. Absolutely. Reggie's new theme song by Randy Newman. Short people. <laughs> but yeah, folks, that's that's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. So let's do this as uh, we are coming up to the top of the hour here. Coming into the other side of Sports Done Right. First off, make sure you're following the Sports Gov Vince Wright on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Make sure you are following Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, on our Facebook page as well. Get the live sports feeds with gold. You can drop anything in there. Do your two cents. Drop some pictures when you're out at a game. Hang out with us. And make sure you're visiting the website, xsquadaffiliates.com. The letter X, squadaffiliates.com. You're going to find info on all of our shows there, bios on the host, and all the information you need for me and the X Squad family as well. And folks, after the break, we're going to talk about it. That's right, KD. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. The hatred is thick. It is real. And that's all I'm going to say, boy. Sports done right. We'll be right back after this very, very quick break. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me, you'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Deli Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. It's beach body season. So if you're looking to get that beach body, there's still time. With IASO tea, the IASO tea is a unique blend of nine all natural herbs. Just eight ounces of tea twice daily can provide you with dramatic results and have you beach ready in no time. Place your order today at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash tea team. That's www.totallifechanges.com forward slash T E A T E A M or call six. 678-250-5839. That's 678-250-5839. Start working on your beach body today. 
Hey, Vince Wright here. Sports Done Right is my show. Make sure you're listening on Wednesdays on SME. The Sports Gov, Sports Done Right, SME. Three things that go great together. The people have spoken, and no matter how it goes down, your sports talk, it's going to be all right. So forget the GOP, the DNC, the only party in town is at the governor's mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. Every Tuesday night right here on Spreaker, come on over and get your sports done right. Now let's get back to the show with the big, smooth Vince Wright. And we're back. What's up? 651 is the number to call. Hit a brother up. What's going down, y'all? And we are back. Vince Wright, the sports governor, Spreaker.com, live from Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Twin Cities. And, of course, we got the phone lines open, and I got to say what up. Who do we got on the line tonight? Yeah, yeah, this is the number one Keith Rocket Jersey bird. What it be, what it be. Hey, the song is playing, ladies and gentlemen. You know who he is. He is the one and only Chief Rock of Jersey Burn. What's up, Jersey? Oh, man, hey, man. I'm just um, sitting back watching your Chicago White Sox. Oh, no, that's right. You ain't a White Sox fan. Yeah, that's one of the few cat, teams man. I don't like, Jersey. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they're getting their ass kicked right about now. You know, I was just sitting back watching that, man. But, um... You know, listening to you, you know, dodge this conversation that needs to be talked about, you know. Hey, Jersey, man, well, let's get into it. You know, the the, the Kevin Durant thing is is has happened. We broke, or we didn't break it. Listen to me, we broke it out. It broke yesterday. I heard it on the drive home. I was coming back from up north up at uh, my uncle or my wife's uncle's place up there, Jersey. So before I tell you what I think about it, and I know you're not a fan of KD in this move, but why don't you go ahead and let the sports done right crowd loan, let them know how you feeling, sir. All right, you know, first and foremost, man, all right, I don't care what KD would have went, but you don't go to the Golden State Warriors for two reasons. Okay. One reason, if you get your ass kicked out in the street, if you go and get with the bully that kicked your ass, you're going to find a way and strategy how to fuck him up the next time. Oh, excuse me, I mean, go that deep. But you'll find a way how to kick that ass the next time around. You know, I mean, people talking about if you can't beat him, join him. Join him I never grew up under that terms. You know what I'm saying? If you can't beat him, what's that? Try, try, try again. You know? Right. And, 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 and to me, man, I look at it as it wasn't a KD move. It was a mama move. Ooh, Mama, Jersey. Mama, Mama felt, yeah. Mama felt that the organization was in discipline, Russell Westbrook and Rock. We know KD and Russell Westbrook have been going through it since, you know, way back in day one. They they got together and they were both starting on the same squad. They was having the ups and downs. Then Russell was out of Russell was out of season for a playoff. KD had to lead the team. Then KD missed two playoff series. Russell had to lead the team. 
So this is my whole thing on it, man. Mama never liked it. Scott Brooks, she should have been gone as far as she concerned. And me too. Scott Brooks was a shit. Um, now, uh, they got a disciplinarian in there, right, and Donovan. He's not a hard nose like a coffin from the Giants, but he's a coach that wants discipline. And he wants respect as being the head man. The Rams don't want to give right. this. And see, this one thing about me, I watch the games closely, timeouts and everything. A couple of times, the Rams went to the sideline on timeout and brushed out of it. You know? Right. And so that ain't, that ain't that, I mean, that ain't, that ain't good. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I'm I, I hear you. Now. I hear you, man. You know? I hear, and it's funny you mentioned that, Jersey, because on one of the uh, Situation Room monitors, uh, CBSSports.com here, writer Zach Harper, he has an article called Kevin Durant's Frustration, or excuse me, Kevin Durant's Frustrations with Russell Westbrook Led to Departure. Now, let me just read a little bit for you, Jersey, and, and get your thoughts on this, because I thought it was very interesting. So what it says here is... Howard Beck of Bleacher Report writes that Westbrook's ball dominance on offense and stagnation out of the move of the movement was something that frustrated Durant. The coaching change of Scott Brooks to Billy Donovan didn't help things enough to keep KD from feeling as though the duo had play uh, was that placated in what they were capable of doing. Losing to the Warriors after going up three one in the Western Conference Finals may have been that final wake up call. If that's the case, so uh, again, just a very small part of that article. What do you think about that? Hey man, I'm gonna tell you like this, right? Um, KD to me sold his team out, and you know I said it plenty of times because I bet it on them and went. You know, KD sold that team out, man. Because if you look at the first four games of the playoffs when it was up three to one. They was getting everybody the ball. KD was getting the ball from Russell Westbrook and good spots to score and dominate whoever was covering him. All of a sudden, game five, KD Mama was sitting down on court side, right? Right. Uh, when he was playing in, uh, uh, no, that was game six, but game five, she was also in Oakland. But she was, she was like all in his ear the whole game. And KD just started doing things he wasn't doing the first four games. You know, I ain't never seen KD shoot that many jump shots when he was covered that tight. KD usually launched that thing because he was open, because he got good passes from his other teammates and Russell Westbrook. It's like, hey, Jersey. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, brother. Finish your thought, and then I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, so it almost was like it was fixed. And it all goes back to the referees. How they, how they fix games. And also, uh, if people realize it, players get paid big time money to fix games. It wasn't, it hasn't been really proven yet, but I bet you they investigate. That game six is, uh, that game five and six and seven was very funny. If you look at it from a player's perspective. Now, let me read a little bit more from this article here. Uh, very interesting. Uh, talking about the partnership between Westbrook and uh, himself, Durant, their partnership produced four conference final appearances, one trip to the finals in the last six years. It also produced a simmering frustration that, in essence, paved the way for his exit. 
Durant wanted an offense that kept the ball moving and provided him easier scoring options. The Thunder fired coach Scott Brooks, brought in Donovan, and still the offense stalled out at key moments, often with Westbrook dribbling into oblivion. The Thunder led the NBA in blown fourth quarter leads uh, this past season despite their firepower. And a quote here, uh, ultimately he got frustrated and felt that he, he had uh, plateaued. And Donovan came in and he still had the same issues that he had with Russ under Scotty. So is it just that maybe KD just had enough with Oklahoma? Because one of the things I was going to bring up, Jersey, is, you know, people get on him for, for this move. He was there for nine years. Well, I don't get, I don't get on no man from changing teams, but I get on people because I got all LeBron. Here it is, when LeBron left, here it is a team. And just because it's my team, you know, I'm not saying it just because it's my team. I'm saying because my team cleared out a lot of space for LeBron to come and get whatever he wanted money-wise, right? Nike was going to make him the richest um, endorser ever in Nike history, right? right. I was right. mad because he went and got with two other all-stars to play, you know, when LeBron... You going down to a D Wade team, which is always was D Wade team. Why is you going to a team where you're already a superstar? Why you can't go to a team and bring another star that's not as bright as you know, as big as you are, and go to a team that is is right there on the cusp of to make it all the way. You and know, that, don't, that's, go, don't yeah, go and yeah. make a super mega team. They would have made a super mega team, man. Well, you know, you know Jersey, that's, that's, is that where we're at, though? I mean, are we in the age of <sighs> mega teams? But see, but see, this is this is my thing. Now, here it is. You got a you got a man like Carmelo, right? right? The best that the Knicks can do for him this year, because they could they this is what it is. The plan was next year for the Knicks to get them um, two top free agents that they can pay big money to. Because Carmelo's already going to be on the contract, right? Um, next year was the year, but being that the Knicks had a good season with a sus plus, a sus plus team this year, all we needed was another player, and we ended up getting two players. But then we're not guaranteed with these two players because D Rose has been hurt most of his career. Noah had the biggest injury he ever had in his career last year, but he's a workhorse. But Noah is not known for as being a, a big-time scorer. He's just a contributor that can dominate a game down low, which every team would need a man like that. But see, a team like the Knicks, if they was to go get, say, like, if they was to see, the people we getting already almost to their prime. Now, I say, like, if we get D-Ray. D-Ray to put us over the top. But D-Ray can't play 82 games. D-Ray going to have to get a rest here and there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But see, KD is going with a team where Steph Curry is still young, Clay Thompson is still young, Draymond Green is still young. Those three right there are all-stars. KD make the fourth all-star. You got a starting team with four all-stars on the all-star team. I mean, who does that? You know? Uh, well, yeah, I hear you. Apparently, Golden State homeboy. I mean, I, look, I don't have a problem with it, Jersey. <clears throat> You know, I've, I've been listening to this hate here start to grow for him. And, and, and you know, at least you come at it with, with a good point of view for and you can, you know, argue your side of the argument very well. 
But Jersey, what's bugging me, man? And again, you guys are uh-huh. done right here with the Chief Rocker number one Jersey Vern, or excuse me, number one Chief Rocker Jersey Vern, is this, man, is that, again, you have these sports media outlets now trying to start to drive the narrative. You know, I was flipping right. channels, and I think that show, uh, Sports Nation, with, with that Michelle Beadle and Max Kellerman, and uh, right. I forgot the brother that's on there. They, You know, they had the – they'll be – you know, they had a segment on there talking about, is KD ready to be a villain? And I'm like, why is he a villain? For yeah, see, they, 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 see, they, go, go, go ahead, man. Okay, real quick, Jersey, what I was going to say, man, is this. Look, he bettered his situation. We do it all the time in life. Right. We look for better jobs. We look for better situations. And that's all he did. And I'll just right. here's my point of view, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll turn it back over to you, boss man. Right. Is this? He spent nine years giving his heart, soul, guts to Oklahoma City and and the state of Oklahoma. You know, right. he, he has become a god there. He has become their Michael Jordan, and deservedly so. I mean, it was a new organization. Nobody really knew if it was going to work there, and lo and behold, they've they've established quite a franchise there in Oklahoma City. But he's been there for nine years. And in my opinion, I don't blame him. I think it's time to move on too. And if he wants to go and take the path of, you know, people say some, oh, he wants to take the path of least resistance. Well, look at LeBron in the East. You talk about the path right. of least least resistance. I mean, he's got the whole East. I mean, it's pretty much a cakewalk. So yeah. for him to go to Golden State and to start catching all this hate, I you know, I understand the fans. And one last thing, too, fans out there, especially Oklahoma City fans, stop burning the jerseys. Can we stop this nonsense where a free agent leaves town and now we got to start burning jerseys, putting them on Facebook and all, you know, Twitter and everything else? Stop that bullshit, man. But, Jersey, copycat. go ahead, boss. Copy- go this ahead, is a copycat man. world. This is a copycat world. People don't copycat off of everything that goes on. That's going to draw media attention. And then for the, the media to say a villain, well, the man is not a villain. The man is soft as ivory. The man does not have the fire to attack people like he should, you know. So that's why they're going to take advantage of him, you know. I, I would do none of that. All I'm saying is I don't hate the man. I mean, he's a good-ass athlete, basketball player. Only thing I say is why? Why go to go to the state? You know what I'm saying? Why? Now, I'm like this. I'm a competitor. And if you were, if you call yourself a competitor, you do not go to a team that stabbed you in your heart. But you had it, and you let them come back and whip that bookie and stab right. you in your heart. Right. You do not go to that team. If you're going to go to a team, you should have went to another team in the West that was probably a pair away from competing Golden State. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, uh, uh, I wouldn't really say... I wouldn't really say San Antonio either because they're loaded. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, I, would, man. I wouldn't mind them going. I wouldn't mind them going to the Clippers. You know why? Because the Clippers need another man. You know, if he went to the Clippers, I guarantee you the Clippers would have went there because the type of offense they play can match Golden State mano mano offensively. You know, because Chris Paul can shoot the rock, then KD would have been shooting the ball. Then Griffin would have been dominating Draymond Green down low, you know. And then they got the the big man in the center, you know. So I mean, go to I mean, balance. I want balance. Balance it out. 
Pass it out. Don't make if you make an all-star team. If you make an all-star team. What's the session you've been playing? Well, let's do this, Jersey. I hear you, man. But we got another caller on the line joining us. And I think this may be the co-host of the Sports & More Show. Caller, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, let's get the theme music up. (laughs) The one and only DJ Dollars and Cents. Folks, let's just be quiet and let the song play for a minute. See how this is, Jersey? You see, I don't recall you doing this with Fisher Mason. No reason. <laughs> that sounds like, that sound like the um, Patrick family. <laughs> I, I no, that was actually uh, Randy TV. Newman. He's the guy that did that uh, I Love L.A. song that the Lakers used to play all the time out at the Forum. But, yeah, oh. short people, man. That was the big hit back in the 70s, man. But, ladies and gentlemen, hey. the one and only co-host – of the Sports and More Show. Reggie Lawrence is joining us. DJ Dollars and Cents. What's up, my friend? What's going on, man? I, I see uh, my Indians are, what, up 10-1 to 1, uh, against Detroit. But, you know, man, I must be getting old in my old age. So, because, you know, I, I could take the ribbing like that, even though, you know, your boy, I always got your back. Whenever stuff happens. All right. All right. I hear you. You can count on Dollars and Cents. But it's all good. Have your laugh. Have your laugh. I'm going to get I'm going to get even. All right. All right, man. So let me ask you this here, uh, since Dollars is new to the chat tonight here on Sports Done Right. Hey, Reg, give us your two cents here real quick, man. What do you think about KD leaving? Well, I, you know me. I'm pretty much always consider myself very fair and balanced. And but my opinion is he's the man who's entitled to his uh, – what, what? No, fair and balanced. I'm like, who are you, Fox News or somebody? I'm always there in balance, man. I mean, I, I give it to you straight. You know, I get on someone, I get on whoever, but the, the situation that I have is I don't mind the guy doing what he wants to do. It's his right. wife, he wants to win right now. But I have a problem with somebody. He wasn't 18 or 19. He was 24 years old, and he put out a tweet, dogging LeBron James, talking about why you going, you know, to the Miami Heat, I'm not all about that. I want to be. I want to compete. Nobody has called him on the carpet on that. Nobody. I don't care how much of a hater you are. No one said anything. That's my problem. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. I'm gonna have some sound here, and and I'm probably gonna wait till after I'm done with Reggie and Jersey because I both want them to hear it, and then I, I don't think you guys will hear the sound if I play it right now. But Reggie yeah. Miller, I have sound from Reggie Miller, who's going to talk exactly about what you just said there, dollars and cents. Well, how come so no one's ever heard that, though? No. I'm sorry. You know what, dollars? You know what, dollars? I'm going to tell you this, man. Nobody would be really hating on Duran if Duran hadn't made the statement back then. You know, they said, well, hey, you know, the man got his right to go wherever he wants. But my hate. I'm not even going to use the word hate. My dislike of what he did was you don't never go to a team that beats you. Okay, did LeBron go to the team that beat him? Miami couldn't even beat him. Well, Cleveland was the team to be beat, though. I mean, they were the ones on top. Right. LeBron, that's a good team that he had created to make a monster team. And LeBron's still talking about making that monster team again. Because he want to play with Carmelo and Chris Paul. And you know what? And like I said the other day on my show, 
The word is that they're going to make that happen in New York because New York going to have the most money next year because they could so much money. People that was getting paid this year will not be getting paid next year. The biggest money they're going to have on their salary is Carmelo. Hey, and they're well, going to have all that extra money. Let me say this here because I want to get into the chat here since I got both of you guys on the line. First off, on a personal level, I'd like to say, uh, Wendy Whoopi, welcome to the show. I appreciate you dropping by. And as she says, the Gov is definitely so good. I appreciate that. Wow. Um, let's get, uh, hey, keep it moving, y'all. Keep it moving. <laughs> um, Hater Detected says that Kevin Durant should just sign with the Wizards. I think he's joking. Wendy Whoopi. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, LeBron, Wendy Whoopi says LeBron will still spank Durant. Uh, wow. Let's see here. Tank Murdoch, I want to welcome Big Tank from Kentucky in the joint as well. want to say what's up to him real quick. But um, Hater Detective says James Harden leaving OKC was a big mistake. What do, you get, what do you think about James Harden and how his career's progressed? Well, I think a lot. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of it, it, it sounded like, and you had said it earlier, Jersey, I, I think a lot of it sounded like Presty basically like, I'm going to be the executive and I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> and, and that is what it is. They didn't have any money for uh, Harden, but then they, you know, they forked up all this money for, uh, you know, some of these other players. So I think that was the beginning of their downfall. They, they traded Harden way too early. And it, it makes him look cheap, man. I mean, when you have an idiot like Gilbert paying $56 million in luxury tax to win a championship, that team was unbelievable, and their GM was probably one of the best GMs. I mean, when you talk about drafting Harden, Westbrook, and Durant, I mean, man, that team. And I, I really thought that OKC was trying to win it this year. They had kept everybody. I really did. I, I'm kind of confused. But you guys, you forgot one player. Reggie, uh, Reggie Jackson, too. Yep, yep. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You know what? The the ownership, Durant, and Westbrook chased away uh, Harden, and then a uh, year yeah. after so, Reggie was gone, too. And they had them two players still coming on their team. But them two come off the bench. That team never slowed down. Remember that team was averaging the more points than anybody in the league? And Durant and Westbrook could get reasonable rest time. Imagine if they had them two players now. They would have won a couple of NBA championships. I blame management. You can't be cheap when it's building a team. You got to go ahead on and spend that money. Remember George Steinbrenner said, all these teams crying about me loading up my teams, but I'm paying them regularly because they cannot win. But Jersey, that, yeah. that, that I'm sorry, now, I I did not mean to, to interrupt you. It's kind of hard when we got three of us going here. But let me oh, say this, is, man, because this is kind of the question I had for you next. In terms of Golden State, aren't they doing what your New York Yankees did? Your Yankees had the money. Your Yankees went out, got all the stars, got all the big bats, got all the things they had what? to do. And you know they they went on the wrong the one the what did they win the Jersey four out of the six there. Four four rings in six years or something like that. Is that yeah, not exactly what Golden State is doing by getting? No, well, you know, wait a minute. Uh, everybody no, thinking. No, but, but how do you how you gonna blame Golden State? Golden State, Golden State, all they doing is pursuing. It's Durant who got to make the decision. It's the player. You know what I'm saying? 
they, they pursued just like the other five teams he went to go but visit. Would you, would you say that about A-Rod when he left Texas to go to New York? Would you say that well, about you – know, I'm going to tell you like this. I never did want an A-Rod because of what he said about Jeter before he even came to the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? The article he wrote about Jeter and whatnot. Oh, I, so, I understand, you know, Jersey. And it, it may I not never, have been I you never personally. It may not yeah. have been you hey, personally. Hey, hey, but, you know. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dollars. Um, the one thing that people, I think, are not really thinking about is Golden State got, you want to talk about a perfect situation, perfect storm. Now, you know, they, they underpaid Curry because of his, his injuries, his previous ankle injuries and whatnot. So, if you notice, like, Durant has a two-year deal, he can opt out. The same as what LeBron's signing. So, there's no way that they're going to be able to keep all four of them happy. I mean, because Curry's going to want to re-up pretty soon. I think his contract's up, what, maybe next year or whatever. There's no way you're going to be able to pay all of them top dollar like that. Right now, they're doing it because Curry's making less than – I think but, any of the other guys because of his previous deal, and you're gonna have to re up Barnes, and then hey, you know Green dollars. Green, remember so. next year though that salary cap goes up to 110 million, so there is gonna be some room to to play with. No, you're still gonna Curry's still gonna want 25 to 30 million dollars when he resigns. I mean, yeah, you you know right now right now you could afford to have three max players, but the Golden State doesn't have three max players. They'll have Durant, who's a max guy, I think. But um, what's him making eighty something million dollars, right? Draymond mm-hmm. Green, and, and right. you have um, right. Am I right? And then you got what's the name? Clay Thompson, who's not making twenty something million yet. You're gonna have to pay Curry. So all this is all fun and good, and then egos will get into it. And I think that's a big reason why LeBron left Miami is because deep down he knew that Dwayne Wade was always gonna have one more championship than him. He left and got his championship now with Cleveland. He's equal to Dwayne Wade, so of course he's good to go. But I'm with New Jersey. I see them doing a super, super team in a year or so in New York, and they all take whatever, 18, 15, whatever million it is, Paul, Melo, LeBron, man. And I, I see it happening. I'm seeing it working. So. I hear you. I hear you. Well, let me, hey, folks, let me say this again. You got sports done right. Vince Wright, sports governor from Minnesota. I got just a couple minutes here with both of these gentlemen here before uh, we get into the last break and get into the last segment here. But let me ask you this. Um, you know, KD has taken a lot of heat, obviously, since he's announced this decision. Um, can he ever get back to being in the good graces again? I mean, you know, I think personally – if Golden State goes out, let's say they win two, three rings over the next few years. It doesn't have to be all done consecutively. Man, nobody's going to be talking about this. They're going to be talking about KD having three rings. So let me start with Jersey. Take about a minute and then Reggie about a minute before I let you guys go. Let me ask you this. Can KD ever get back in the good graces of the majority of NBA fans? Especially with, it, with the sports media driving this bullshit narrative. Against him. Well, I'll tell you this. He will be able to get back because you know why? They're not going to win it this year. I don't care if they got KD Mama, Curry Mama, Clay Mama, or Draymond Mama out there. They are, They will not win it this year because everybody's forgetting about the wild card team. And that's a Popovich. You know what Popovich is doing right now? Mm. He's studying where they went wrong with OKC. They then picked up a couple of players. Um, Kasai? Paul Kassar, he's the 
big figure of them next year moving. Because, see, Tim Duncan couldn't play that much last year. Tim is tired. Tim is ready to go home and play with the kids out there on the hours where he lives at. Yep. And, and, uh, uh, St. and Thomas, deservedly so. You know? He deserves it. So, so Tim knows that he was waiting for them to pick up somebody that could replace him. They did that. He's gone. San Antonio going to be a beast next year. You know, you watch, because they got some young players. They got a young center on there, 7'2", or 7'3", that's going to be a destructive person. He's going to be the man to come in when Powell get tired. And he's, he's uh, you, believe me, Popovich is working on him. So the West is not easily won yet. Golden right. State going to have another tough time getting there. Because, see, for one, everybody found out how soft Curry is, how you can get to Clay. And just let Ray Javon Green do what he want to do because he's going to destruct on his own. You know what I'm saying? So KD going to have to try to pull the load. And he ain't going to be able to pull it because he's not used to it. Because you see what happened with him on the press of this year. So exactly. either somebody in the East going to beat them or they're going to knock themselves out in the West. And they will not go to the championship and win next year. And I put the house on that. All right. And with that, fellas, and with that, fellas, y'all go ahead on and finish this out. Because, you know, Chief Rock can make get that Henny in that bed and sit back and finish listening to the <laughs> yeah. dog do his thing, all right? All right, Chief, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. Hey, Reg, you still with us? I'm still rolling, man. I'm still rolling. All right, man. cool, man. Well, let's do this, Reg. Let's take a very, very short break here. If you can hang on through the break. Because what I want to do, I want to come back. I want to play some sound, and I want to talk about this. And, Reg, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but I'll tell you what these players are saying, and we can get your thoughts. And we will wrap up this edition of Sports Done Right on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Make sure you stay tuned. We'll be right back. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? It's beach body season. So if you're looking to get that beach body, there's still time. With IASOT, the IASOT is a unique blend of nine all-natural herbs. Just eight ounces of tea twice daily can provide you with dramatic results and have you beach ready in no time. Place your order today at www.totallifechanges.com forward slash tea team. That's www.totallifechanges.com forward slash T-E-A-T-E-A-M or call 678-250-5839. That's 678-250-5839. Start working on your beach body today. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daly Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. Kicking it with you. Yeah. 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 Yeah
And folks, guess what? We are back. Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live and direct. So, folks, what I'm going to do here, and we do got Reggie Lawrence on the line to finish out the show here. Uh, Sports Done Right on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. So glad you could join us again. Now, I got some sound here from some players talking about KD. We're going to start off here with Isaiah Thomas. We also got sound from Reggie Miller, and we also got sound... Oh, who was the third person? Oh, Byron Scott. Byron Scott as well. So tell me after this what you think. So let's hear what these gentlemen have to say. About winning championships, and you're talking about uh, competing against um, you know, the opponent. And I, I'll take myself back to when we had to compete against the Celtics and try to dethrone the Celtics. Um, you always want to make the opponent weaker uh, so you can therefore dethrone them. And if Larry Bird had any point in time said, hey, I want to come play for the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> we all would have welcomed Larry Bird with open arms <laughs> and said, hey, come, come play with us. I, you know, I, in, in sports, um, I, I believe in dominance. I believe that, you know, when you do have super teams and you do have great players playing with each other, I think it makes the game better, and it elevates the league, and it forces everyone uh, to to dig a little deeper and get a little better. Uh, so I, I refer to those Celtics teams, and I look at those Lakers teams. I mean, Matt, when I stood on that podium with the 50 greatest players ever, I was the only one on that podium who didn't have a teammate that was one of the 50 greatest players to ever play the game. Mm. So. All, the, all these, you know, when we talk about great players moving teams, moving from team to team to play with each other, that's always been the history of our league. However, that hasn't been the narrative of our league. But when you look at that Laker team, when you look at that Celtic team, all those teams were stacked. And I'm sure when Jerry West had a chance to speak to Kevin Durant, he probably pointed out to him that magic play with Kareem, Worthy, Bob McAdoo, I mean, so forth and so on. I mean, it's, uh, that, that's how the league is. And let's hear from Reggie Miller on the KD and the stacking of teams. I never wanted to play with them. I always wanted to beat them because it, it was a sense to me of pride and purpose to beat the other greats. Um, would it have been nice and probably easier on my body to, to play with those guys? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm no dummy to play with Michael Jordan. Yeah, I just, you know, camp off in the wing and just shoot threes. But I wanted to compete against the other best of my time. This is no knock on LeBron from Cleveland to Miami and no knock on Durant from OKC to Golden State. I understand it. We are judged in our game by championships, and that's – what people always bring up about me, I never won a championship. Great playoffs, great career, one, you know, one city, one team. But at the end of the day, I didn't win championships. And when it's all said and done, if Durant has two, three, four championships, we're not going to talk about him defecting from OKC to the Warriors. We're just going to focus in on his championships. And he looks around the landscape of the NBA, and he sees LeBron James just got his third. Uh, and, and what I'm really curious about 
if the Warriors had won, being up 3-1 and had won the championship, being back-to-back champs, would he have made this decision? I think the Warriors being up 3-1, getting punched in the chin, and losing in seven games, it made them look very vulnerable. And I think this was the best time and the right time for Durant to join them. I don't think he joins this team if they're back-to-back champions. Very interesting take from Reggie Miller. Let's hear what former Laker legend and former two-time NBA final coach Byron Scott has to say about the situation. I think, you know, Kevin is one of those guys that just wants to play. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he doesn't care about all the other stuff that's going on outside of basketball. He wants to play the game, and he wants to play it for the love of the game, and he wants to win. I mean, that's the bottom line with him. We've seen that from day one with him. When he's coming to this league, he's a very unselfish player. He plays the right way. He loves playing with teammates, and he loves playing in the system where the ball is moving. That's what he loves, and that's what really attracted him to Golden State. And it was real interesting because we also have this sound from Chris Broussard and Stephen A. Smith on uh, ESPN the other day, or today I may have been. And they were up 3-1 on Golden State, and they should have won that. But this is similar, Steve, man. I, 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 this is very similar, I think, to what LeBron what? did. So I, I can't rip what, what? Uh, KD for this. Well, I'm not. Listen, I'm rip. I'm not ripping him for leaving. First of all, I'm ripping him for the team that he went to. You're going to the team that beat you when you were 48 minutes away on three separate occasions from beating them yourself. It's not that he's leaving Oklahoma City. It's the team that he's going to. And Chris Broussard, you've covered this league too long. I don't know how in God's name you can sit there and say <laughs> that it's a similar situation how to is what it LeBron not? experienced LeBron was the best in Cleveland. Player in the league. LeBron was being compared to Michael Jordan. And you know the team? criticism LeBron hold on, hold on, took, which is question, similar Chris. to what you're saying. Answer my question. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm asking a question. All right. What Tell is me it? who was LeBron James' teammates. Who are they? They were good enough to help him get yeah. 66 on, no, no, no. wins. I asked you a question. All right. It's a direct question, Mo, he, he didn't have a Russell Mo Westbrook. He Mo, didn't have a Russell Westbrook. Keep going. Hold on, Steve. Could they not have beaten Boston? It's not the same. And not only that, there were more things that were going on in Cleveland on a personal level, which you know just as well as anybody that influenced LeBron leaving Cleveland, too. (laughs) What's KD's (laughs) excuse? And there you have it, people. Some of the biggest names in basketball, Reggie Miller, Isaiah Thomas, Byron Scott, giving you their takes. You also heard from today on ESPN, Chris Broussard, Stephen A. Smith, going back and forth from different aisles. It just shows you, Reggie, you know, really how this has affected people. And it really, I mean, it's almost like some type of civil war. I mean, you got people on both sides of this issue, Reg, who feel very, very passionate about whether he does KD have the right to go without getting all this grief or do you give him grief? Huh. Well, I mean, I guess I'm looking at it like, I don't think he took any anywhere near as much grief as LeBron took. And does he deserve it? No. Um, the, the cool thing about KD, he was very respectful. He actually called called the owner and the GM ahead of time, and then made his decision. So, hey, Reg, I think let he me. Right, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, but, I, it's real hard not being able to see Reggie. Normally, we have a little video hookup, but. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but let me ask you this, Reggie. I was thinking about this as well. And again, sports done right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. People, Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Do you think LeBron has ruined 
in a sense, this free agency in terms of if you're a superstar, if you do decide to go somewhere else, that this is what you're going to get now. This is the type of treatment you can expect from fans, the fan base that you're leaving. Was it all because of LeBron, who, by the way, as we know, had every right to leave Cleveland, but obviously the way he did it with, quote, unquote, the decision. Did he ruin it for free agents moving forward if they do decide to leave Reg? You know what? Um, I, I think what LeBron did was he basically, you know, they had that saying, he turned the lights on and then the, the roaches will scurry. I mean, you kind of see what you have. And I think LeBron exposed the people that had that, you know, honestly, that I want to say that racist ownership mentality. Like, oh, all these rich athletes are doing this and how dare them. They're cool as long as, you know, I can cheer for them. So I think that LeBron exposed a lot of people being upset with these um, rich African-American and and regular athletes, maybe not necessarily just African-American, unfortunately, you know, majority right. of the NBA is black athletes. But I think that that really upset a lot of people. And in, in deep down, they view these people as their property. So I don't necessarily okay. think he ruined it. Um, the one thing I will say is that I think LeBron has paved the way. And if you notice, I don't think anyone's ever going to do it like he did. So I think that really made things, you know, uh, gave people an excuse to being upset or whatever. But no. Right. Again, I just look at it as KD left in the most respectable way you could. You know what I mean? And I don't have any issue with him leaving. Um, so it's just unfortunate. But it's funny, you get people like Peyton Manning, who, yeah, Denver kind of threw, I don't think threw him out the door, but he had his options of where he wanted to go, and he picked right. He picked and chose to go to, uh, or excuse me, the, the Colts got rid of him or whatever, and he chose right, to go to yeah. Denver. And no one had any issue. So I think it's a combination, um, you know, but... The the owners also played a role in this. They're the ones, including Dan Gilbert, my own Cavaliers. He was the main one that was bitching when he blocked the right. Chris Paul trade to the Lakers. And then you know, no, yeah, no yeah, exactly. Stars, you know? yeah, exactly. Sorry, and, that's, and that's exactly what I was going to bring up, the Chris Paul trade. And before we continue on, let me welcome the very lovely, the very gifted, the very smart Thorny Switch has joined us. I want to say what's up to Miss Thorny. And all of her uh, UGA love, a graduate of the University of Georgia, working on that master's degree. And Reggie, let me tell you something. It is so ironic that Miss Thorny Switch came into our chat room on Sports Done Right uh-huh. right now because I was listening to her on Jungle Brothers show uh, yesterday, and I was a yeah, guest yeah. on there. Jungle Thank Brother, you, yeah, Jungle Brother actually gave me a call as I was driving back from the cabin there. But, man, I, if you have not listened to Jungle Brothers show yesterday, people in real cast and ex-squad affiliates, Thorny Switch really put it on people who were going going against KD until the point where I got a new moniker for her. She is the smartest lady in sports, not on TV or radio, because she was just dead on with everything, man. Look, he can do this. He has the right to do this. Where's the hatred coming from? I I understand the team is stacked, but you know what? Look at Larry Bird. He played with, you know, Robert Parrish, Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale. He played with three or four other Hall of Famers. Uh, Magic Johnson, you know, we talk about this. Magic played with Worthy, Kareem. I mean, 
these guys didn't have to go anywhere because people were coming to them. And that's what people tend to forget because they always want to rush back and go, well, Magic didn't have to leave and, and Bird didn't have to leave. And, you know, these other people, you know, look at, you know, talk about the bad boys back in the day. They brought in pieces. You know, they, the biggest piece being Mark Aguirre. Mark Aguirre left Dallas. He was their franchise player down there in Dallas with Rolando Blackman. Yeah. Nobody said nothing. But anyway, that's my little tirade. I just had to give Miss Thorny Switch props for a job well done on the Jungle Brothers show yesterday, man. Well done, Thorny. And I couldn't agree with you more, sweetheart, 200%. Yeah, she always comes to it. Um, know your stuff. And believe it or not, I know people thought that I was going to hate on Duran, and I'm not at all. Um, he did it, you know, again, I'm going to say the guy paid his dues. He's very respectful. He has a right to leave. It doesn't matter that he, you know, went to Golden State. No, not really. I mean, I honestly, I really don't care. I just, all oh, my thing is I'm just looking back at his tweet. And it's one of those, he just likes to learn as a young person. And he's 24, so I don't even call it a young person. Just, you know what? I think he's learned. You let everybody else worry about their own business. You know, don't mess with somebody's money, you know, and their career. And I think he probably realized that now. Like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said anything. I was right. being brash. But I wish him well, yeah, and I yeah. hope he Cleveland gets another title. Well, hey, I, I know you do, man. I know you do. Well, Reggie, I'm going to let you get out of here, man. Uh, we got sports and more coming up Thursday. Uh, obviously, we'll be talking a little bit more on this Kevin Durant topic, uh, some baseball, I'm sure, and some other things that we won't let out there right now. And also, me and Reggie got to get together and plan the show. But, Reg, before I let you get out of here, man, the floor is yours. Take a moment. Say something on anything you want to say, brother. Yeah, no, I, I just uh, am kind of perplexed. I don't really think he's getting that much heat, and you would ask Vern um, if I thought that he was going to be good to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, when he cures everything, when we look down the road, we're not going to say he joined this team or that team. I also think that you got a situation where, Draymond Green is always going to be looked at as a bad guy. So I think he's going to be fine, um, even if they win or whatever. I think it's going to be good to go. Right. Everyone tends to overreact. My only issue is just these, these idiot fans that are burning jersey and one guy hung a jersey yeah. Yeah. And, and shot it down. And how the hell, does he not have a gate around his house? I mean, I don't know if you saw the YouTube video. There's a guy that rolls up to his house and basically like, I'm in front of Kevin Durant's house. You're oh, power. no, I haven't it's seen it. Oh, you got a YouTube. It's, allegedly, it's KD's house. It's huge. But I'm like, how How does that happen? But anyway, that's it, man. The show is fantastic. Um, I got some ideas that we're going to roll out for Thursday, and I look forward to uh, chopping up with you, bro. Hey, man. Reggie, I can't wait for Thursday night. That Thursday, that is the Sports & More show. Replays on Stewart Media and Entertainment on Fridays at noon. And, Reg, I cannot wait to talk to you, my friend. Um, I will give you a buzz tomorrow. We'll get that set up. I got some things I want to share with you, folks. Give it up for the one and only Reggie Lawrence. Short people. (laughs) Take it easy, Reg. <laughs> Reggie Lawrence, ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks. Again, I want to thank you, Vince Wright, Sports Governor, all the way up here in the very stormy Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities area tonight. I want to thank the lovely Wendy for coming out. I got to give it up for DJ Nunu. 
Hashtag I see you. There you go. How you doing, Nunu? Good to have you up in here. I know my mom gets a kick out of all your little chat room names and code names and whatnot. And and you know what, Thorny Switch? I don't even know Thorny's real name, I don't think. Thorny, does anybody know your real name? We might have to have a contest, figure out Thorny Switch's real name. And who knows, maybe have a nice bottle of crown or something for someone who can figure it out at uh, the Doug Stewart uh, anniversary weekend number two here coming on coming on up in September. But um, I, again, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Let me say this on Kevin Durant, and this is something now that he is going to have to face. And I, I wanted to make sure I got this point before I got off the air tonight. And again, I want to thank not only my Posse DX Squad affiliates. Make sure you're checking out our website, xsquadaffiliates.com. Want to say what's up to the brothers, Realcast Radio. Jungle Brother, again, a great show yesterday once this news broke. Uh, tonight earlier, Underground Railroad with that ninja. Them brothers doing a bang-up job there. Appreciate them. And uh, let me say this on Kevin Durant, people. Is Kevin Durant, now, if, if Kevin's here and he's talking with the Gov, here's what I ask him. Are you ready to, ESPN is asking if you are ready to be a villain realizing that now you are being put into that position. The people that do not agree with this, I think even Jungle Brothers said it on his show. You know, the you know uh, the Warriors, Kevin Durant, went from Mannequin Skywalker to Darth Vader in 24 hours overnight. Well, I don't know about that, but there's there's a little something to be said for that. So, Kevin, are you ready for the hatred that is coming your way? Because now realize this, the, the expectations are unreal on this team. Every bad thing that happens, every loss, because of you, Kevin Durant, it's going to be your fault, Kevin Durant. You might have to take, you take a little heat off Curry. But everything now, the wins are going to be glorified, but the losses, every bad thing, every mispass, every, everything is going to be on you, Kevin Durant. And I think he knew he knew that going in. But I also think he wants to put himself in the best position to win championships. You heard it from Reggie Miller. He spent all those years in one with one team in Indianapolis, same type of city as Oklahoma. They call us flyover country here in the Midwest. Reggie did it right, but what does he got? He got no rings. And in a league that's, you know, you're judged by championships. So that's what Durant is trying to do, win championships. If he winds up with three rings, nobody's going to remember this nonsense. But, man, it's going to be fun next year to watch this. And, oh, LeBron's out there. And don't forget, Dwayne Wade is lurking. Where does he wind up? Rumors have it. He's possibly upset now with the way he's been treated by the Miami Heat. I know the lovely Mocha Bella is not happy with that result. But can he wind up going to Cleveland to join his boy? The, now, again, this comes from CBSSports.com. The idea of Wade spurning the heat and taking a huge discount to reunite with LeBron James in Cleveland is gaining steam. Wade, who reportedly has been displeased or displeased with Miami's offers, is seeking upwards of $25 million a year and would like to get a three-year deal in the process. Ethan Skolnick of, of the Miami Herald writes, Wade in Cleveland is an actual option. 
It requires Wade going from asking $25 million a year to passing on $20 million a year offered by the Heat to accept what's called the taxpayer mid-level exception for just under $3.5 million. That's sacrificing a lot of money in the name of feeling disrespected. But Wade and LeBron are still extremely close and would like to play in the same team again someday if it makes sense. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Hater out there says Bosch needs to go to Cleveland as well. RC in my chat room says, and let's not forget this. The spotlight will be shining brighter on Draymond Green. I predict he'll lead the league in technical fouls. We're definitely something to keep an eye on, RC. Hater Detected says Heat will suck again if Wade leaves. I think that goes without saying, uh, Hater. Thorny Switch says that's what my mom said. Oh, she was talking with Hater. Uh, Thorny said absolutely correct, Governor. No crown for you, Vern, as uh, Thorny says. Yeah, we've seen we've seen Vern on that lick over at uh, last year. Man, but Vern, Vern's the life of the party, man. Vern's the life of the party. DJ Nunu says, thank you for the shout out. That is no problem. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining me on Sports Done Right. Now, next week on Sports Done Right, I have a very, very interesting guest for you. And folks, his name is Noy Bramble. And for all you boxing fans back in the 80s, Noy's father is Livingston Bramble, former lightweight champion of the world. He is the gentleman who dethroned Ray Boom Boom Mancini uh, back in the day. Boom Boom was actually one of my favorite fighters at the time when this happened. I was not a fan when Livingston Bramble uh, beat the <laughs> you-know-what out of Boom Boom. But his son, Noy, is a boxing trainer. He owns a gym. Uh, make sure you check him out. And we're going to have lots of fun talking about him, his father, Livingston Bramble. We're going to talk about how he trains fighters himself in his Vegas gym. And we're also going to talk about possibly having his father join us on Sports Done Right, if you can believe that. So Noy Bramble, I would like to thank you for joining or for, uh, you know, I made contact with him. I wanted to thank him for taking the time to answer. He's a very busy guy. He does a lot of training out there in Vegas. He's a very, very cool dude. He said he had no problem coming on the show and talking not only about him, but his father, because obviously his father is a former light, lightweight champion of the world. So we'll talk to Noy about what it was like growing up with Livingston as his father. We'll talk to him about being around the boxing game and growing up and being around people like uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, Duran, being around some of those people. And now also what he does now uh, with his gym and how he helps folks lose weight. And, you know, just like I said, he does training and all kinds of fun stuff there as well. So make sure you check him out next week on Sports Done Right. It's going to be a fun interview, and I can't wait to have Noy Bramble. Uh, Aluja is his real name, A-L-U-J-A. I hope that's how you pronounce it, but we call him Noy. That's what he goes by. Again, son of Livingston Bramble, and we're going to have a lot of fun talking with him as well. He has a very interesting story 
to tell about um, his gym and what he does. Check out Cardio Kings Fitness Boxing Club. That's the out of Las Vegas. And uh, Cardio Kings, I believe, dot com. Um, I should have been a little bit better prepared, but you can just Google him as well. But over the coming of the uh, next week, we'll have all the information. So make sure you check us out, folks. Noy Bramble coming on sports done right. So let me just read a few more of the chat room messages and we'll be getting out of here. Stay tuned. We got all kinds of stuff coming up. X squads affiliates, John Fisher cooking with the microwave, my main man, uh, thorny switch says nice move gov. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it should be a great interview with him. And hater detective says Draymond is a crybaby like Rashid Wallace. <laughs> uh, I don't know quite about that, but, uh, could be interesting. So folks, again, thank you so much. Sports done right. Again, make sure you're listening to Spreaker.com. You follow me, Vince Wright, sports governor in Minnesota. And sign up for the account. It takes you two seconds to do that. Make sure you follow the show and you'll get the notices when we go live all the time. So you'll get a nice little alert saying, hey, the sports governor's on. Make sure you check him out. With that being said, I'm going to get out of here, man. I got to go. Actually, I got to grab some dinner from the kitchen. Got to have the cook whip up something here. And with that being said, thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Make sure you check out Thursday Night Show Sports and more with me and Reggie. We're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of fun things to talk about. I'm sure more KD talk coming your way as well, folks. So, again, thank you very much. Sports Done Right on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Unconquered, unbound, undefeated. You finally got it right. Sports Done Right. Check us out right here on Spreaker every Tuesday night with your host, the big smooth Vince Wright. You can keep up with all the latest breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook. It's about time you got your sports done right.